Hello, everybody. My name is KJ, and welcome back to the podcast American Funeral, where we give space to talk about marginalized experiences, all the injustices happen in our modern day society, and how to do better consciously. Join me as we talk about hustle culture and we talk about the nuances that happens when you are part of the BIPOC community. And hustle culture is something that has been deeply, deeply ingrained in you. Okay, but before I start, I just want to say, hey, y'all, how y'all doing? You know, I hope y'all having a dope ass day. And, you know, thank you so much for tuning in. And I hope you get something from this experience. So, you know, a while back on TikTok, there were these people. I remember it was like sometime back, but there was this like whole thing of um, people were talking about you know, ditching the capital system and like going to live off the grid and everyone wanted to do the same thing and became like a whole thing. And some people did. Like some people live in vans now. Some people are like, you know, like living in RVs or whatever and they're like traveling and stuff like that. And, you know, I started seeing more BIPOC people come out and talk about how they actually can't do that and how they actually don't have the privilege to do that and I was just like huh you know and I get it y'all I really do get it because but I want to break it down to you um before I start to talk about hustle culture and how this relates to hustle culture because capitalism only benefits the people who are at the top it's like you know like the movie that you know the people at the top like eat food and then like you know like the food comes down slowly to like floor 134 but then there's nothing but scraps left like, yeah, capitalism, it's only it's only for the top, top couple dollars. That's it. And, you know, regardless of whatever, these people who are mostly, you know, like living in RVs and stuff like that. And yes, there are a lot of like, you know, black people and indigenous people and people of color doing that. But, you know, the good amount of them are white. Right. And so they have taken themselves out of the system. Right. This rat race, this American dream, the society type system, they've taken themselves out. But. In the event that they chose to come back in, they would have an easier transition than we would, right? Because the system has so many measures put in place to protect its own. And by its own, I mean those who have the privilege of white privilege, right? So it has systems to protect its own so that in the event that they decided to transition in, they, it would be a much more easy and seamless transition. But the thing is, the system is not built for us. It's not built to walk on us. It's push. It's built to push us away. So when we take all the sweat and energy that we've put in and we decide to leave, which is to their everyone's own prerogative, right? When we try to come back in and integrate, it is going to be harder for us. Because you can't integrate back easily into a system that isn't built for you. You know what I'm saying? And so... um. Hustling to me always means doing something, right? Like whether it's work, school, business, you'll always, you know, you, you'll always do something, right? And, you know, being on the go and never ever stopping. And you can compare it to being a workaholic, but hustle culture is not only like work. You know, when workaholic is like you love your job or you just, you just do your job a lot consistently and, you know, maybe, maybe a little obsessively. But, you know, hustle culture is like in every single area of your life. And I'm going to have a little moment of honesty here. You know, anyone who knows me uh, deeply and personally knows that 
y'all. They got me. They 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 done got your girl. Your girl got got with this hustle culture because you know I I do tend to you know do five freaking million things at a time, but I have been working on it, y'all. I have been working on it and I've been doing my best, and I think I've been doing a good job because you know I don't work Saturdays. My Saturdays are for me. And, you know, like for for the first time in like six months, but I still don't work. You know, so I like, I'm doing good, y'all. Like, I feel like sometimes I'm in rehab. Like, sometimes I need to be like, well, you need to just like chill the fuck out and enjoy it. Because sometimes I don't know what to do with myself, right? I don't know what to do with my free time. Like, hobbies? Like, and then I'm, you know, I don't know. But yeah, they, they didn't got me all. But, you know, it's it's a very difficult lifestyle. I'm not going to lie to y'all and be like, oh, my gosh, it's so fun. Yes, you're going to see results. But, girl, you will get burnt out. I'll, I'll speak into the mic. You will get burnt out. Right? And because humans, where our bodies are not built for that. And it's it's so difficult because I think when I finished my current school semester that I was dealing with burnout and it's 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 so difficult because you know if you're living that kind of lifestyle you you're always going to have the next thing but in the period where something ends and something hasn't started I think it's I don't know what to call it and when I you know I have a more concrete idea on this I can speak on it on a later episode but that is what I was dealing with because I was hustling so much I had a job and I had two academic programs and I had, you know, the basic responsibilities of life and this podcast. That's why I, I stopped, you know, making episodes for a while because I literally just did not have the time. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, it's it was like the feeling of I don't want to do anything, even though I need to, you know, like it was just like, you know, when you just crash from that burnout sleeping is not something that helps because burnout is not something like physical it's also mental because you know you have been exerting yourself mentally and emotionally for so long your body does not know how to function without that adrenaline i for some for for like a couple weeks i did not know how to function without like studying till like 11 30 p.m at night and waking up at four i did not know how to how to function without that and so i was just like mentally it was not a good space because I was just like what is wrong with me it was so unmotivating so defeating and it just felt like a funk like an actual funk and then you know I had to like get my stuff together because I had another round of finals and another round of exams and that's when my body was like okay okay we're getting back to routine but after that too it was just like okay what now I was saying, so I'm, I'm, I'm working on learning how to regulate my body to not have such high highs and low lows and to have like a good, you know, baseline because that's what burnout does. And back to my, you know, hustle culture um, topic of the video, because I feel like, you know, this is going to tie in. Just just hold on with me. Let me cut. Let me cut. So. Boom, I'm watching this video and I'm just thinking about how I personally am an immigrant, if y'all have not known that. And I was thinking about, oh, I literally packed up my life in two suitcases. 
Dos. Dos. And all those suitcases, we had to, like, you know, not have clothes and, like, you know, like, half of it had to be, like, stuff for other people. You know how immigrants do, like, stuff for other people and, like, braiding hair and stuff like that because, like, we didn't know what we were coming to expect. You know what I'm saying? I had to pack my life in two suitcases, right? I had to leave all my friends, my country, my family, my society, everything I've known, loved, and grown attached to, two suitcases, two, right? And, you know, thankfully, my parents are not the kind of parents that have, like, pushed me towards one career. And I know that's very typical in African countries. But my, my mom was like, she she always says this thing that I find, I used to find, I kind of still find annoying. But she's like, your dreams are valid, right? Anything you tell her about dreams, goals, wedding plan, anything. She's just like, your dreams are valid. Your dreams are valid. So I've always wanted to be in the medical field, it, whether it was like neurosurgeon, cardio, whatever, and dermatologist. That's kind of my, it's kind of my baby right out. So um, with that, you know, I can't, you know, if you think about it, I can't have left all of that and struggled this much to come and live in an RV. And I'm living from like, you know, check to check, not even check to check, like meal to meal. I don't know where my next meal is. I don't have gas for my art. You know, I can't really get out of the system because the point of coming here was to be in the system. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, yes, you can. And, you know, whether it's generational curses you want to break or like live a different lifestyle, you know, it's your prerogative. But I'm talking about the experience of a lot of people. It's like you have immigrated into this country or you were from this country or came in with so much struggle or you're just marginalized in this country leaving the system is really not something we see as a tangible option because of the amount of struggle it is to even make the system work. You know, because, like, if you have work, work privilege, you can make the system work. You can be like, okay, I can, I can move, you know, the queen to Q4 or something like that. If you're a chess player, don't come for me. I don't know what I'm talking about. But you know what I'm saying? You can make moves. But we have to fight for every single thing. Moving the rook is, is already difficult. Why would I start trying to think about moving my night? You know what I'm saying? And, you know, you know, BIPOC people, we face so many stereotypes. But my least, my the, the most painful one for me to, you know, um, think about is like the, the nurturing black woman. Because, yeah, that is me. And it's, and it's hard. Because the nurturing black woman, she's always hustling, right? Because, you know, a lot of households are 50-50. That's a different conversation. Yeah, I'm not I'm not going to start talking about, like, high-value women or something like that. But, you know, like, this woman works 40 hours a week, same as anyone else, right? And then she has to come home and be a mom, take care of the kids, cook dinner, be a wife, be a sister, be a friend, be a cousin, be a worker, be a co-worker, be a human being. And you see how be a human being was number nine in that list? Because that's what happens. Because that's what I consider hustle culture. You're constantly moving and doing and moving and doing for every single other person, excluding yourself. But even if you include yourself, it's on such a low back burner that eventually you crash. And that's hustle culture. It's like you always are trying, you're trying to get that generational wealth. You're trying to do good for your family. You're trying to break those curses, but it, you, you, you can only do so much. You can only do so much because the system, first of all, was not built for you to do all that. 
right? The system was not built for you to do all that. Secondly, your body was not built for you to do all that. You're trying to be superhuman on a human budget. The budget does not align, right? And, and it's so tiring to live that life because I see, I see like people clocking into these like 12 hour healthcare shifts back to back to back to back. And yes, we, you know, it is going to like, you're going to get that check. You're going to get that shmoolala. You're going to get it. But at what cost? Are your body breaking down five years into the career you dreamed of having your entire life? At the cost of you not having any real relationships with your family that you just become a figurehead in their lives who provides money? At the cost of you having no sense of self and feeling like you have no purpose in this world other than your job? And then that leads to you being a workaholic and then you, you know, turning to unsustainable measures to keep being a workaholic because you don't feel like yourself without your job. At what cost is this hustle culture of yours worth? And this is not to place blame on anyone that is caught in hustle culture. This is to place blame on the system. Because the 40-hour work week, that, that was for when... That was from 18, 18-something. 18 we done passed 19. We done, we in 2000. And, right? So 40-hour work weeks are not sustainable, right? And with the whole conversation of minimum wage and, you know, uh, union rights and paying people equitably and giving people PTO, y'all. Let people take time off. Because I think it's in... One of these European countries, European countries do things really nicely. They might be, you know, they might be colonizers, y'all, but they, they, got, they got a nice little system there. Because I don't know, in one of these countries, there's like a siesta time from like 2 to like 3.30 where like shops are closed and people take naps. Hello? What? They, it's, it's actually a thing. I swear to God, y'all Google it. I'm not lying to you guys. And there's this country, I don't know whether it's Germany or... Switzerland and it's like I see this girl she's like from that country and she talks about how like their employers actually encourage people to take three weeks off in the summer hello and and yeah and like you know they have like year-long maternity leaves in America it's three months and you have to save your PTO days to even get there and and these countries they set their people up for success because if you have a well-rested individual that has time for a life aside from their job, you have somebody that is creative, you have somebody that is happy, that is whole, and that has the energy and the mental space to dedicate it to your company. And, you know, whether you're trying to hustle for your family or whether you're trying to hustle for yourself, if you are a BIPOC system, that hustling is extremely hard. And in an economy like this, where everything is like a million bucks, one job at minimum wage is not sustainable. You could be clocking 40 hours a week and it is not sustainable. That's why you have to have multiple hustles. And that's why everyone I know has multiple hustles, right? They have two jobs or like a job and a side hustle or something that's bringing in an extra thing of income because it's not sustainable. And that's what hustle culture is living an unsustainable life by constantly doing something, right? And if you are a white person, yes, the economy affects you. 
Of course, the economy affects you. But the thing is, you have a leg up because the system in which the economy is in is favorable to you. Meaning you and me can apply, apply for the same job, same qualification, same school, same background, same everything other than skin color and last name, and you will get it. Right? So meaning, despite this economy, you still have a leg up. We don't. And so living this busybody lifestyle is not sustainable. Right? And, you know, we have to work 150 times percent more to just get half of the results. I call it 150.75 because the amount of work I put in order to be considered up to par with my white counterparts is so much more. It's so much more. And, and that's already exhausting living in a system that you know these facts to be true. It's an exhausting experience. And so you, you haven't even talked about family pressure, society pressure. It's just living in that system is already exhausting enough. So you're constantly forced to do X, Y, Z, X, Y, Z, 10 hours, 15 hours, 20 hours a day. And then you come home and you're expecting this individual to be whole, happy and healthy. You're expecting this individual to be, you know, well, mentally. No. This, this is not going to be an individual who's like able to, you know, have themselves at a good mental space because they're burned out. They're burned out. And when a person of color achieves something, here come here comes the whites, the whites, you know, clan, the clan members. I don't know where these Twitter trolls come from, but as soon as a white a white man or a white person sees a black or a BIPOC person achieve something, you know, getting into a good college, getting a promotion, getting the dream job they've always wanted to, anything in that realm. Here come the Twitter trolls or all the trolls. They're like, oh, it's just because you're black and they needed to fill their diversity quotas. Or like, oh, affirmative action. Girl, let me not even start about affirmative action because I'm going to make a whole separate episode of that. Like, oh, affirmative action. Or like, oh, like you, you, you did not, you just got it because of like diversity, diversity, diversity. Hello? Diversity does not really help if you're not qualified. Right. Because if a Forbes list country is company is hiring, they're not going to hire people who are not qualified. Sure, they might hire for diversity and diversity hires are a real thing. But why would they look at someone unqualified, period? Right. Think about that. And, you know, if a person is hearing all these things about, oh, you only got it because you're black or you only got it because they need diversity and it, it starts to get in your mind. That's why, you know, you know, black joy is so important because we rarely celebrate ourselves. We're like, oh, ne- on to the next, on to the next. Or we just keep, you know, we go full throttle and just go in. And we don't really have the capacity to celebrate it because we are constantly being bugged by all these voices that are like, oh, like what you're doing is, is not enough. Or like you, you're not doing good or X, Y, and Z, X, Y, and Z. And so the, the time to experience our joy is taken away because of that hustle culture. And that's why when I saw this black boy trend on TikTok, black boy joy trend on TikTok, like, you know, black boys are just frolicking and like just being goofy and happy. It was so beautiful to see. Because it takes your mind off every single other messed up thing that we have to deal with. 
And just for a second, you just get to be a human being, which is so freaking important. Black girl joy, you know, and I, this is why I love seeing, you know, the, the, the cookouts, the carne asada cookouts, the, you know, the, if you're like the, the people of color cookouts, essentially, because that's the time that people come with their families and, you know, you have these different type of characters, you know, all these things. And you just know that these are people who understand you again, community, community, community. And, you know, hustle culture makes it so easy for us to undermine our own achievements and undermine our loved one's achievements because we have been set on a standard where it's expected for us to perform more than 50. It's expected for us to go above and beyond and beyond and beyond. And so when someone does it, it's not like a new thing or a great thing. It's more like an expectation thing. It's like, oh yeah, they did, they did what they were supposed to do. They did their job. Why would I think, say congratulations for you doing what is expected of you, but I'm here to tell you now, it is not expected for you to do any more than you are physically capable of. Burning yourself out is the easiest way to derail everything you've ever worked for. And I know, and I know, and I know you need to, you need to, if you're a pre-med, you need to get all the recs. If you're a law student, you need to study for the, for the LSA. If you, if you are trying to get into the professional field in a higher capacity, I know you need to do all of these things, but think about it. You know, this is for my students specifically. If I saw this video, like if you burn yourself out before you even start, you're not going to have the capacity to finish. And it's not because you're not qualified to or you have the skills to. It's just because you don't have the capacity to. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not because you can't really do it. It's just because you burnt yourself out. And so doing it is it's not possible. Right? And so we need to take the time to celebrate our loved ones. We need to take... We need to take the time to relax. And my favorite saying is that rest is a rebellion. Rest is a revolution. Rest is a rebellion. Because the system was designed for us not to rest. And you add another layer of you being a black indigenous person of color. You're not really allowed to rest. You are allowed. Yes. But, you know, you have to work so much harder that you don't have the chance to. That's why rest, self-care self-love pouring into yourself your hobbies your friends your community that is a rebellion it is a rebellion because hustle culture only benefits the few people at the top you can be hustling you can be bustling you can be busting your behind for years and years and years but the people who are benefiting are at the top you're getting paid but the people who are really getting in the big rats are your bosses the bosses bosses the owner, the CEO, and the company of which you work for. Who and and this has always been a thing about me. I I was I was taught that when you die, these people are going to replace you within a month. With this economy, three weeks. These companies don't care about you. They don't. They do not care. Oh, employee appreciation week, I'm getting a cold pizza and a sprite. Hello? How about minimum wages and PTO so I can spend time with my family? Right? And so these companies don't give two Fs about you. 
when you die i saw this girl talk about how i uh, know her dad died and worked at this company for like 50 years and she saw an ad for his position within like three weeks of his death that's what's gonna happen so i want the next time you think about all oh, picking up that extra shift because you feel like you need to i want you to sit back and think if i die they're not gonna mourn with me because at the end of the day they're a company they're a business they're a corporation they need to pull that, pull those, you know, profits in at the end of the fiscal year or else they're done. So they're not going to sit around warning for you. But you know who is? Your loved ones. Your peoples. And that's why I say when we rest, it is activism. It is pro protesting the unethical standards of work that we are subjected to as well as the unsolicited, very unsolicited expectations placed on us. Rest is activism. You know what I'm saying? And it's not that we are lazy. And I know sometimes when you're resting, it feels like, oh, I could be doing this. I could be doing that. But no, you are working against the fundamental parts of this society and you are doing amazing. You are valid. You are worthy. You are a human being. And in that means you are worthy of every single joy that you want. You know, your job is not your worth. Your hustle is not your worth. Your worth is that you are a human being. And with that quick reminder, I hope that every single BIPOC individual who listens to this or any individual who listens to this that is trapped in the rat race of the American culture prioritizes self-care and doesn't have to have a 10K shopping spree. It doesn't have to be a 10K shopping spree that we see on TikTok. All these, you know, hauls and unboxings and all that. I know it feels like, oh, you have to spend a lot of money to rest, but you know, even taking a minute to breathe, enjoy the view, and find ways, just finding ways intrinsic to yourself that makes you happy, that, that is rest. That is self-care. And to all my supportive white folk, you know, we love y'all over here. Educate yourself on the humble stereotypes that you may have. And always remember to make space for BIPOC experience. Because I, I say, the most selfish thing you can do is take space from another person yeah i want to hear your opinions i want to hear thoughts comments and i want to hear your stories about this because i know for damn sure i am not the only one that that has been trapped in this rat race you know i want to hear y'all so type it up in our insta section follow our social media at the american funeral and i would love to hear from y'all if you haven't already follow our ig at the american funeral and don't forget to do so on tiktok as well see y'all with the next episode, I've been your lovely host, KJ. Stay well, stay happy, and rest. Okay. Bye-bye, y'all.